Are you building a green business that works for you and for the planet? Season 3 of Where Ideas Launch walks you through the process of ideating, creating, developing and scaling a green idea from start to success. I leverage my experience along with the experts and micro-entrepreneurs running green business models today. Join us for this short series of 16 episodes of Positive Business Impact for Change. Kate Davis is a leadership coach for business founders. She believes passionately that everyone should be able to do work that makes them happy in an environment that makes them feel valued and heard. Happy people are motivated, energized, more efficient, and more profitable. Happy people make for better, more sustainable businesses. Kate is an ICF accredited and giant certified coach. She has 20 plus years experience in growing, developing, and mentoring teams in high pressure operational businesses, and is an experienced corporate change manager. Kate, welcome to Where Ideas Launch. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to host you. So Kate, I'd like to start with how did you get into leadership coaching in the first place? Uh, So I'm going to give you the abridged version because it's a bit of a long story. Apparently everybody has at least three careers in them and I'm definitely, I'm like that cat, I'm on my ninth life, I think. Um, so I started out uh, as a solicitor. I worked in I worked in the city in property litigation. I hated it. I loved working with people. I hated being the bad guy. I hated being working with people where they didn't want they, they didn't want this thing to be happening to them. They didn't want to be changing. They didn't want to change. Um, and so I rebelled and I worked in live events management for nearly twenty years. Um, I was a director of operations um, and I loved being able to work in environments where people the idea was to actually go out there to inspire innovate um, amaze wow people and seeing teams that were under enormous pressure a lot of the time event management is one of the most stressful jobs along up there with sort of ambulance driver but because people loved what they did and because they were they were energized and motivated by what they did they were actually it was very easy to put teams together and keep them motivated then I had two wonderful children and flying off all over the place wasn't wasn't sustainable um, with with mum life. So I I moved into um, transformational change management and business architecture. Again, helping people to mot- navigate change, helping people to understand themselves and the processes that they work under better. But I came to the conclusion that I'm not very good working for anybody else. Um, and I wanted to really develop this side of the mentoring and the, and the coaching. So um, hence where I am now. Um, and having seen leadership at its best and at its, at its worst over the last <clears throat> 30 years, it's really important for me to be able to develop people into being great leaders. So, you know, as you, as you said in, 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 the, in the intro, enabling leaders to create environments where people feel valued and heard and uh, that their work is important is really important to me. I hear that. What do you see as the biggest challenges for startups today when it comes to moving from sort of early stage to maturity? So I'm talking about, you know, stepping into the shoes of the CEO. The challenges that normally bring people, that are normally brought to people, are obviously heightened at the moment because we are hopefully post coming out post pandemic. The same problems are still there, but they're just, you know, the dial's been turned up. So in terms of competition, especially with business founders, there are an awful lot of people who started their own business over the last couple of years. And, you know, the online space is a very noisy place. There are obviously the global challenges, pandemics, Brexit, climate change, you know, all of those different global issues, national and global global issues. But I also see in all of this and trying to grow a business, 
especially one that has grown well, where I can see people struggling is where their business has almost outgrown them and they're finding themselves overwhelmed. They want to be a good leader. They want to be able to grow their business. They want to be the boss that they never had, perhaps, but they find it very overwhelming. And that's where I think people like you and I are best able to step in and say, right, let's take a breath. Let's see what's important. Let's see, do we need to move things around? But also understanding that idea of of, um, self-leadership and self-management so that you can be the leader that you need to be as well as the leader that everybody everybody else needs to be. And I'm always going to go back to how to fix it, being about being clear about your mission and your vision. You know, you, you and I are big Simon Sinek fans, understanding why you do what you do, keeping that at the, at the core of everything, how you do and how you do it and what you do around that. But really staying true to the mission and the vision, and the purpose behind your business is, is definitely the way to help people to move from startup to startup to CEO, should we say. Yeah. My podcast addresses sustainable businesses and I think that we we have an additional challenge to the normal business. I say this I say this in quotations because we have three bottom lines to take care of. So we constantly have to be thinking about what are we doing to take care of the business and the people in it. Um, so making sure that it's sustainable for us, making sure that we're relevant to the people around us in our communities, and making sure that we're fit for the planet. And what are your thoughts on ways that sustainable businesses can sort of enhance their their reach and impact while balancing these sort of three things that they're juggling? It's a complicated question, I guess. But <laughs> um, well, it's it's not a complicated question. Your questions they have many possible answers. <laughs> um, I think in in terms of trying to reach, tr- trying to elevate your your reach and your impact. Networking is incredibly important in business anyway, but I think it's even more important when when you have when you are able to find people who where other businesses share common values. Being able to to network so that you can actually you can actually help it to support one another. You can collaborate together. That actually anything where we are effectively fighting against a common enemy you know we're trying to educate and and inform we're trying to spread that 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 wider message whilst also running running a business that supports that having people around you who who get that and where you can help them and and they can help you as I say collaborations or whether it's simply another you know another sounding board to go you know, am I on the right track? Am I banging my head against a brick wall? That's really important from from the business perspective, but also the business owner's perspective, because it can be feel very lonely doing it on your own. The other other really important thing is to get really clear on the, on your message. Being able to translate something that you feel really passionately about into language that the people you're trying to impact will understand. Being able to have that that line of communication where you know, you you may be coming, you may be talking about concepts they don't understand, but you really want them to be able to understand and you need them to buy into that message. Getting that line of communication and, and getting that message really clear, 
I think is, is paramount and get used to banging that drum you know the the, the online and, and and even bricks and mortar business is very everywhere is very busy and we often think well I can't keep talking about that same thing again surely everybody's bored no most people are not hearing things you know how many times have we said that in terms of social media posts how many times you have to post for somebody to actually be able to see it get used to banging the drum get used to keep saying the same message over and over again you may be bored hearing yourself but other people need to hear what you have to say yeah. And I think the, the same that I would say with any business, customer service, making sure that the, the customers that you that you're bringing in feel in the same way that I'd like your employees to feel the same, the same way, feeling, feeling valued and heard and that they that they understand you uh, and you understand them. If you are delivering exceptional customer service, they will bang your drum for you. They will help to spread your message. They will help to um, elevate your impact. What are your top tips for growing and shaping great teams? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think, first of all, I'm going to go back to mission and, and mission and, and purpose. If your values and your mission are clear and people are on board with that, then you are a long way down the line to building a great team. Um, if you're all pulling in different different directions, it doesn't matter how good everybody is at their job. If everybody is, is working towards the same aim, that's really important. And being able to paint that picture for people, you know, as I was saying before, get, getting really clear on your message outward, it's just as important to have that message clear inward as well. Um, and then get really clear on what you need. We all have strengths and weaknesses. We all have natural natural talents and the things that are learned behaviours that do not sit very well with us. And that's absolutely fine. Really understanding which bits, where you know, where you have gaps. I, for example, am not very good at being in the here and now. Give me a spreadsheet with lots of data on it and I'm, and I'm really falling asleep. But I know it's important. So I know I need somebody on my team who can do that. Whilst I go, hey, let's go and create some stuff. Come on, is everyone coming with me? Um, I, having somebody who who gets, you know, sorry, understanding where your skills and talents are, where other people's skills and talents are, and so so that you're matching each other's gaps, so that you've got a really strong foundation on which to build. Um, and being able to communicate properly with them. If you're bringing pe different people in who have different skills and, and, and qualifications, different natural talents, they will communicate in different ways to you. Understanding yourself and how you communicate, what it's like to be on the other side of you is really important so that you can communicate properly, making people feel, as I say, valued and heard, and people will therefore be able to work better with you yeah. um, and be able to pull better together to be able to form a great team and a great business. Yeah, absolutely great tips. What are the mindset shifts that a new leader of teams needs to make in order to make that transition and that leap, let's call it the up level? Um, a really good question. And again, I could go on forever, but I'm not going to. I think the, the key thing is, is about self-leadership, is, is understanding yourself, being able to see how you are, as I, was, as, as I was just saying about being able to hear what other people hear from you, being able to check in with yourself seeing your limits but just seeing them as not as you know I'm failing at this but actually okay that's something I need to work on or that's something that I'm never going to be great at can I get somebody else to to, to come in to support me in that area understanding that you are actually a, a piece in the puzzle rather than it being all on you owning those feelings as well 
allowing yourself to say, you know what, I've got a bit of imposter syndrome here. I can't believe I'm in this situation. And these people are now listening to me and, um, and looking to me for answers. Call yourself up on things. Don't call yourself out. This isn't, a, this isn't a blame thing, but call yourself up on things and recognizing things. Own that reaction, own the way that you're behaving. Um, and therefore, you'll know how to respond, bringing the support in when you need to. Uh, and making sure that you're looking at after your mental and physical health, you will be going through all sorts of changes. Um, you'll be working hours or working in different ways that you're not expecting to making sure that you those old adages about how you can't pour from an empty cup, uh, empty jug and all those things are more, more important than, than ever. Making sure that you are fit and healthy mind and body is really important to be able to lead people because they need you to be fit and healthy. Absolutely. Could not agree more. What role would you hire first? Oh, that's a really good one. That depends on what, what what you need. So you need to do that skills gap. You need to work out where your skills and and, um, uh, and strengths are and where you know that you're not very good at. As I say, don't ask me to look at numbers because I can't do them. And I'm totally cool with that. The first person that I bring, that I, I would always bring in is somebody who's comfortable with the numbers because I'm not. You need to do that that skills analysis, which sounds very formal, but it's basically what am I not very good at, but what do I know I need? That's where I would go first. Yeah. What about, what about the things that you can't outsource? What are your thoughts on what those are? The things that you can't outsource, I would always say, just go easy on yourself. If you know that you need to do them and you know that they're not, that, that they're not within your zone of genius, you know, there are, YouTube has an answer for everything. Google has an answer for everything. You know that there aren't the answer is out there take it easy on yourself if you are learning something that is not something that is in you know within your within your natural talents um, but you know you need to do it just be kind to yourself because you'll do it you'll manage to do it but you'll it'll take you twice as long as if, if you're telling yourself off about it as well absolutely okay thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your advice with us and thanks for joining the show thanks so much it's been lovely to talk to you this episode was brought to you today by the EcoBusiness Growth Club by Catherine Ann Byam and by The Space Where Ideas Launch. The EcoBusiness Growth Club supports positive impact SMEs with coaching, know-how and community support toward achieving the impact and reach they set out to make. You can find out more by connecting with Where Ideas Launch on Instagram or following the hashtag Where Ideas Launch across all of your social media.